Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Hey, curious people. Welcome to Pretty Curious, our podcast on all things beauty. I'm Jonathan Van Ness. This week, we're talking to Queer Eye's makeup artist, Sinaj Bird. Honey, Queer Eye Season 8 just came out last week, so this is like a very fun time to get to speak with Sinaj. But first, it's time to get ready with me. Our product review of the week, you guys, is one of my favorite things, and I'm honestly like borderline concerned slash ashamed that I haven't shared it with you guys earlier. This is the Trish McAvoy Finish Line Liquid Eyeshadow Transformer. Um, It is... It comes in this like little dropper. And I first got introduced to it through um, my makeup, a makeup artist friend of mine, Natalia. She did my makeup for the Glad Awards last year. Um, so if you remember from that speech, like I had this like really stunning, like blue winged eyeliner on. And so basically what this product does is you, so you add any eyeshadow of your choice to this liquid and then you mix it together and then it turns it into a liquid liner. So if you have like some pigment that you were like, oh, this would be like perfect as a liquid liner. I wish I had that color you can make it now. So I love like a multi-purpose product or I love a product that turns something into something else. So this product is really cool. And sometimes it's hard to like, it's like a lot of our eyeshadow palettes have so many colors in them. So it's like, if you want a liquid liner, it's like, who wants to go out and have to find that exact match? So it is really nice to have something like this that gives you that, like the liquid liner color of your dreams. Um, I really like this one. I have it in my kit now. If you've been like frustrated with like a lack of liquid eyeliner colors, then this product is for you because it'll transform all of your eyeshadow into any liquid liner that you want. Okay, let's get over to our news desk for our beauty news and hot takes. Everyone is getting into skincare and the color game. Kim's back, and now it's not just Kim Honey, it's Prada Beauty has made its U.S. debut. Um, you can shop Prada Skin and Prada Color on their website and at Nordstrom. Um, also, Prada Color will be available in Sephora stores in February. Uh, the Prada Skin has cleanser, skin cream, essence, and face and eye cream. Um, Prada Color features a selection of lipstick shades, eyeshadow palettes, beauty tools, and foundation. I think I might give a couple of those a try and see what's up. What I'm curious about is is their ingredients. I think one thing that we learned about in the salon is that, or when I was in the salon, is like every hair color line, a lot of them are made in like very similar factories. So it's like how different are any of them anyway? And that's one thing about JVN Hair that I really like is I am able to curate our formulas hand in hand with a cosmetic chemist. um, And I really get to like, get my hands and hair and see what the results are. I'm curious when you have such a huge company, um, if it's really done like in-house or if it's more like done with like an agency to make your things. I'm just curious, I think. But obviously Prada is a very successful fashion house and we'll see, um, you know, what this means for their beauty segment. But all the best. Hope it's fabulous. I want to try it out. 
This is another really interesting story. There is lots of new beauty tech at the CES 2024 show in Las Vegas. Um, It just wrapped up. Uh, This is like one of the biggest tech and like consumer electronic shows of the year. It's like where Apple would come to like unveil a new phone. It's like everyone who's anyone in the tech industry goes to this. But this year, L'Oreal was the first ever beauty company to present a keynote presentation. And I think the real story here is the ways that the beauty industry is not stopping to grow. And I think that one thing that we are continuing to see is that it's like even here with Pretty Curious, like, it's not only like how to do your makeup, how to do skincare, how to do hair care. There's also like an industry. There's also money. There's also power at play here. There's a lot going on in the beauty industry. And I think that what you're seeing here is, is that the tech industry is seeing how much there is on the table. Um, and what we learned on Getting Curious with Meredith Broussard and AI, I think a lot of this stuff is could have a potential to like displace beauty experts because if if you don't need to go to a store anymore, if you can match all of your makeup online, if there, I just think that there is like an AI effication of beauty. And I'm interested to see uh, what that means for professionals and for consumers. Because um, sometimes just because it's AI and just because it's tech doesn't make it better. Um, that's what Meredith Broussard calls techno chauvinism. There is this new... Um, lip cure beam that was debuted there. It's called Amore Specific New Lip Cure Beam, and it won an innovation award in digital health. It's a multitasker tool that diagnoses plumps and applies lip makeup. It it like literally reads your lips and then like helps you just like figure out like what to put on your lip. But it's like those things can break. Like why can't just like a lip serum and a lip plumper work? Like I, I just as things get techier, things can break easier. And sometimes, and even sometimes with like quizzes. Like, we have one on jvanhair.com, which actually I like, but like, sometimes I like to talk to a person. Uh, Sometimes people don't like to talk to people, but I do. So I think it just, there's a lot of money in beauty, there's a lot of money in tech, and I think that as tech and beauty continue to grow, you're going to see more and more overlap there. The Dreamy Airstyle announced their high-speed styler. People are saying that this is going to be like the first and like biggest threat to the Dyson Airwrap. Um, people are saying it works really, really well. I want to try it out, um, but it's coming out. So if you have been like wanting that sort of styler, but you're not willing to spend that, like I think it's $500 price tag on the Dyson Airwrap, or it could even be $600, um, then I think the Dreamy Airstyle could be your moment to get into it. The ladies selling wigs on my TikTok lives. I am getting really in obsessed with them. I'm watching them as much as I'm playing Fortnite. Like, what an industry over there on TikTok. Uh, also, those blow-dry perform- or those blow-dry pres- preservers, those aren't new, but I'm really wanting to try one. Um, and also, I've lately been seeing a lot of self-tan bronzer coming back, like using like self-tan or bronzer as like permanent makeup, like giving yourself like contour and freckles and stuff. Seeing a lot of that. Um, proceed with caution. That was our Getting Ready With Me for today. I hope you're having a good week. Thanks for listening. We love you so much. But now it's time for our conversation with Sanaj. Sanaj Bird is a professional makeup artist for NBC Universal with over a decade of experience. She's worked on film and TV productions like Queer Eye, where she's been our head of makeup since uh, season five in Philly. She's also the department head for makeup at the Karamo Show. But she's also done things like Love & Hip Hop, NBA 2K, and other projects. So she is an expert when it comes to delivering gorgeous makeup on camera and just like feeling your best any day. Uh, She helps me so much. I wouldn't be able to do um, 
so much of what I do on Queer Eye without her. So, uh, so let's get excited. Sanaj is coming on. Sanaj, how are you? I'm good. How are you, sweetie? I'm doing good. And you are just like fucking looking so gorgeous. And like, how lucky are we to get to talk to each other on like, in real life, this is like Queer Eye season eight premiere day. It is. It's insane. It's so full circle. What do you think is like the kit? Like, what's like the kit that someone should have to do like a classic, gorge, easy makeup application? I think, okay, the thing is that I find that is very common between, um, like before I used to do a lot of TV makeup, I did, you know, your everyday girl. And I think the common thread between the two is that less is more. And a lot of people, um, and when I say that, I think some people be like, oh, I just use less makeup. And necessarily it's the product and the texture of the product. You can use less of a heavy foundation and still will look heavy on camera. So I think that it's, as long as you understand the texture that you're putting on your on your face and your products, that less is more with that. It's it's like my save my save all my go to. If I do less and my texture is less, then it's going to look good on camera. So less is more. Okay. So what is so going back? What is mm-hmm. like? What does a beginner need to have in their makeup kit and their like skincare I makeup think- kit? I think that I love that you just said skincare. I think that your skincare is like the base and and be all. And I think even like working with you, like we've always touched on like how good the skincare is, like prep is so important. I think like having really good skincare. And then um, I say as, as long as you have a good brow, you have on mascara, your lips are hydrated, that you'll be surprised how much that will translate so well on camera. Um, and then if anything, like just like a little bit of concealer with your moisturizer, like just those things make your makeup look so much better on camera and in front of it, like your everyday client or, um, you know, coworker at work. You know, Let's say it's one of our listeners like wedding, prom, big day. They're going to be on camera. It's like a huge day for them. Lots of like friends, family, they want to look their best. Um, But maybe they want to look a little bit more glam than they typically do. Or maybe they want to look exactly as they always do, but they're not doing their makeup. Like they're having a professional do it, whereas they would typically maybe do it themselves. What do you suggest for someone? Like, what do you suggest for someone who's like going to be working with a glam team and they maybe don't always work with a glam team like to prepare for that big day? Okay, I get what you're saying. So what I used to do and what I suggest to brides or Usually brides, because I think it's even bigger than prom. But, you know, the girls at prom think, you know, it's their first wedding, too. That's right? a big deal at that time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, of yeah course. It's, their first, it's their first mini wedding. It's like the pre-wedding. Yes, the wedding. Okay. yes, yes. Um, what I would suggest is if you if you are two things, if you're a makeup girl, like you, you, you wear makeup already, show them pictures of what you already look like. Right. Because I think that that matters. Um how they see you, how they see you in makeup in the world, you know, and then they can, hopefully if they're good artists, what you're looking for is can they implement my style that I already wear into a more elevated look? Elevation does not mean more makeup or more of this. It's just details, like how you were saying, like, oh, I could have blended that a little bit more. A professional will be able to understand, like, okay, I need to, you know, touch this up, but I want you to look like yourself. That is like, that was my biggest thing when I used to do everyday girls, weddings, you know, and um, proms like that. I want you to look like the best version of yourself. And I found when I did that, that especially the um, fiancés or the husbands would be so grateful to see 
this person that they put a ring on. Like they were like, oh my God, you still look like yourself. Do you suggest a trial run? For sure. Now prom, prom, that's a little excessive. But if you're that girl, and I think the girlies are that girl this time, like the girls are wearing makeup. These young girls are that girl. Those young girls now, they are that girl. They don't fuck around. Okay. I did not wear makeup until my prom. So I'm like, okay, maybe I wish I would have, I wish I would have did a trial run because I look. I had sideburns and braces. I literally had sideburns and braces. The braces I love though. <laughs> Ugh, it was it was really intense. Um, okay, so a practice run we definitely like. Is there? Um, and then also like, and then maybe like color, like lack of blending, not the right color. Um, those are like common mistakes. Oh, not to cut you off, but you sh- the girls should speak up. One thing I will say is that I I don't know. Like a lot of people are a lot of my clients are comfortable with me, and I think that they feel a little bit better about just speaking up. But some people have like even my niece will tell me like I didn't really tell her I didn't like my eyebrow. You have to speak up. You're paying for the service. Speak up. Say hey, no offense to your to your artistry or anything, but I something right here is just not fitting. Just speak up, and it's very like I understand can be nerve wracking, but. When you do that, I promise you, at least you'll feel like I said something and they try. And also that is, it's, I love that you said that because like in therapy, my therapist says like, that like your relationships grow through disruption. And if you just keep it in and that you have to like disrupt it in a really bad way, but you can just say like, Hey, and you're kind of being vulnerable because you got to say to the person, like, there's something that's not working. No offense to your artistry or whatever. Can we, and then if they can do the thing that you're wanting them to do, then you've just gotten closer and you can like continue to work with this person. You can build a relationship together. But I do notice like, I think a lot of times when people don't speak up with their hairdresser or makeup artist, that's the person that's like bouncing around teams all the time, like yeah. going to different salons, like, and, and no one's going to be able to read your mind. Like yeah. you've got to be able to like say what you need or like be able to verbalize like what you want to change. Yeah, for sure. I think it's the, it's like the turning point of being able to have like a person that gets you. And then next time they'll be able to be like, okay, I know she likes her X this way. And then, you know, you build a relationship from there. I think you speak up. That's probably my biggest, please speak up. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. When it comes to classic beauty, classic mm-hmm. looks, because you said that you're like a lover of like classic beauty, mm-hmm. who are your like muses or your inspiration for that? Like what what to you makes a, a look classic? Okay, for me, what makes a look classic is um, honestly anything that is timeless, right? So I feel like that's the term I get. So for me growing up, it was like seeing the Ebony magazines and seeing all the girls on there with like, you know, Nia Long and like, you know, those classic girls. It's like, you know, Gabrielle Union type vibes, like just clean makeup, those girlies and um, and like things that you can you can wear, your grandmother can wear and you can wear like, you know, like a red lip is classic, the most classic look 
possible and it doesn't it never goes out of style i was thinking that that a classic look is almost like the lack of a trend no it's that's like, what i'm something... saying like it can it can be what i was going to say it can be trendy and it, it but it would never like go out of style like i feel like red lips come in as a trend sometimes like yes. oh it's a moment but honestly but taylor's been rocking them nonstop for this whole time like <laughs> yeah like a red lip and also in paris like if you go to paris like the oh, girls the girl. wear a fucking red lip it's, it's the most classic it's like a chic, thing yes ever and honestly it can range in any it can go as simple as the girl on a new york train just putting on a red lip on, you know, and that's all she wears or high glam on the red carpet with the red lip. It's the most classic thing ever. I also feel like a blow dry. It's like a blow dry is always going to be kind of in style, but there's going to be like different things that make it like a little bit like like a 90s blow dry versus one that's like a little bit more sleek or yeah. like one that's more volumous, like on your face or off your face. Like there's just like. But, but like a good blow dry, like good hair and like good skin, good makeup. It's always going to look, it's always, it's like classic. It's classic. Yeah. Definitely a blow dry for sure. So um, back to the TikTok of it all. So like, the, it's not only that Meredith Duxbury, like 18 piles of like foundation on your face. Mm-hmm. It's also like that strawberry girl makeup was a thing. And now it's all about like the winter girl makeup. It's like the little flesh pink cheeks. <laughs> like that's all what all the TikTok girlies are doing. Um, do you, is there any like trending makeup? Cause you don't, you don't really fuck with TikTok that hard. You know, are you into TikTok? I, I am, but I'm on the other side of TikTok. So the funny thing that I want, I just want to say in whole about social media is that because of how I got into makeup, I do not follow social media for beauty because I don't think that it's healthy for my career. And that's, and Mm. that's just, so I don't see a lot of like the trends that happen, um, from like all the beauty things I see it in like bits, you know, cause sometimes you can't escape it, but I don't, I don't have a feed of like beauty stuff. Like my, I think it'd be good for you to follow a couple of those hoes just to see what other people are doing. It's kind of fun. No, no, no. I think it's fun, but I also, it, it's just, I, I'm looking at business stuff and like editing stuff and like camera stuff. Like I, I feel like for my career personally, because I'm in TV and film, like those things matter to my beauty industry than just what's the new foundation that's on the market. Yes, that's true. Just personally, that's just... But to to speak on that because of how I got into I always like like to give homage to the social media because without social media, I would not have been a makeup artist in general because I did not go to school for this. I am self-taught. So the YouTube girlies that were getting on camera, whether they were full makeup artists at the time or just doing makeup on themselves, they were the people that were my educators. So I need to, like, I appreciate social media in that form of like, please keep making content because you never know who's watching and how you can pivot their career as a makeup artist. Because without those girls on YouTube, like Jackie Ina, sweetie, I don't know, Jacqueline Hill, I, I don't, I don't know where I would be because they were my, you know, college basically for makeup. How is camera makeup, like, how is being, like, on-camera makeup different than, like, day-to-day makeup? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, um, because I I try to explain this to even, like, my assistants. Like, the the difference is, is that the the lens is not your eye. And once you realize that the lens is going to pick up certain things, especially color, I think that color and lighting are the two things that you need to know in order to do makeup for TV and film. You need to understand what the environment and the lighting is going to look like because it's going to play a difference on 
shadows, tones, those kind of things, even the color of the wall matters. Um, and then also understanding how the lens picks up color and to bring back a brand that is like very makeup forever has HD for a reason. And again, that comes down to texture, how the texture of the, the makeup looks on TV. Those things are like what sets me as a TV and film concentrated makeup artist away from people who do makeup for like, you know, even red carpet. Like it's just a different type of makeup, like or fashion week where you've seen it in person and those kind of lights. Like you need to understand the lens. You are no longer these eyes need to be lens. They need to be the lens. I, I am really impressed by what we're able to do because I don't think people realize like how intense the schedule is to make sure that we're like on time for everything. Yeah, it's it's really difficult. And um, like I said, thank you to the editors who make it seem like this is just flowers and rainbows. But like, it's not. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of moving parts. And that's why, you know, I think I would say this. I think our Emmy nominations and our Emmy winnings have shown that because they those are the people who understand what goes into our, our type of show. Yeah, they understand like holy crap. They have five talent. They have five verticals. They also have this person that they have to do all these changes. And again, people, I will say that Queer Eye is shot exactly how it is day by day. With how you see it is how it is. And it is very difficult to do. And it actually has to be because you would see that it wasn't. Because, like, if I do their hair on day two, like, you you really can't edit the show out of order because it's, like, it, it has to go yeah, day so by day. so we're shooting on a time crunch with a lot of verticals. A lot of things are happening. And, again, thank you to our editors that make it seem like this, you know, but for the people with the boots on the ground and the talent, our cast, um, the way you guys, it's it's insane. It's insane and it's very hard. And there are no duos. And our crew, it's our, our crew. crew. Like, it's it's, it's pre and post. It's everyone. Like it's like it takes a whole village to yes. like create these moments. It, it takes a full village. And I'm just saying for the comments that say like, why didn't we? Well, thank our editing crew because our editing crew makes you think that it's that we have that time or that amount of. We don't. We are working on our feet, thinking on our feet, and. It's a lot of it's a lot of things to do, especially like you said, if once you mess up, you <laughs> we might not have the time to fix it. We have to think on our feet because, sweetie, Jonathan, you know, we've had some moments. Yes, you we know, really have. Like, but we, I, we have fun, though. No, we have fun. But I'll be like, oh, I, I don't know if I did that. I'll be like, girl, listen, we just go go with it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's great. It looks great. We are doing our best and we are doing uh, our best. Yeah. What's your advice to like other up and coming makeup artists or just to any makeup artist that wants to, or someone who wants to get into the industry? I think that my biggest advice to um, my biggest advice for anybody who wants to be a makeup artist is in the beginning, yes, play around, figure out what industry you want to be in, whether that's bridal TV, um, the everyday girl runway, whatever it is. But after you play for a little bit, Hone in on the industry. I think that is the biggest thing that has helped my career. I I knew very early, like, I want to do this style of makeup. Where does this makeup live? And then I honed in on it. It was, like, the biggest thing ever. I love doing bridal. I love doing the girls for prom. 
I love doing like the little fashion stuff, but and like even some like, you know, editorial stuff. But what really drove me was honing in on my style and figuring out where that lived and then driving that force to that industry. Pick the industry and stick to it. And now you are on Karamo's show. So like, because his show is like in a studio and very it's very different. like, yeah, it is, right? Because it's very like that, like that light in those studios is like bright and oh, hardcore. Oh my God. It was. But he looks great. He looks you. great on there. Just great. Like just smooth, gorgeous skin. Like he's just, you, have, you really got it figured out. Thank you. Now, do you ever have to do the other people on the show, or you only have to do Karamo? I only have to do Karamo. There is another artist there that does the guests on the show, but um, it was a very learn, like a, a big learning point for me because, again, like I said, when you work in film, you need to know the environment, and um, a lot of people don't know how. But we were shooting still Queer Eye, and so I had worked like I don't even want to say how many days I worked without a day off, but. I flew in, had to test for Karama show after we just shot Queer Eye and then had to fly back. And I didn't know the setting. I didn't know anything. In our test shot, I cringed because it was like, holy crap, so many lights, so many other elements that I weren't, wasn't aware of. And, and like understanding that really was like, yeah, so for it's totally his show, different. you have to do like you, so. You, so for the chroma show, you have to do like a heavier makeup application, just because of the lights, and it shows like every single freaking thing ever. It shows ever every lived. single thing, and of course, he's the host, so he sits in a different seat than everyone else, and like so many different lights, and then also like he moves on the stage, and so like season one, I had a, a learning curve. You know, I had a learning curve of like, okay, if he does this and that, like it, it's so many elements you have to think about when. And, you know, it's so many elements. And so, thank God I got it down, Pat. <laughs> thank God. <laughs> First of all, I'm obsessed with you. Second of all, thank you so much for coming to talk to us. It's time for our last segment, which is our rapid fire segment. Are you ready? Sure. <laughs> okay. Um, what is your go-to budget beauty recommendation? Um, I just fell back in love with this, but it's always been a dare to me. It's the L'Oreal Foundation True Match. It's... You have to have it. Um, splurge recommendation. Like, we don't care about money. Get coinsy with it. No, anything that is... I, I only splurge on skincare. Oh, I yeah. got it. Just good skincare. Anytime. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Um, um, A product that you would never leave home without. Lip gloss. I'm not leaving home without lip gloss. <laughs> That's true. I know that about you. Um, It's a look. What's your most inspiring beauty memory? You mean like a big moment? Or um, just like, or like um, Gabrielle Union on like the cover of Essence. Like just like inspiring, like, like just like a moment when you're growing up where you're like, wow, like I just like, you still think about that, like that look. Mm. Like what's your Roman Empire of beauty? Titanic. Really? Titanic was the movie that sh- it was like, I want to do film. Really? Mm-hmm. So, Naj, I wasn't expecting it. I know. I wasn't expecting it. It's so it. insane, and it's, I'm very... That frozen baby at the end, when they're all in the water, and that frozen baby, I was like, it's oh, not, it was, a baby! If you know what it was, I'm very, I was very intrigued with how the makeup department was able to do certain things with Rose. Like, those nuances in the film, like, how is that even happening? And, like, it's a t- very technical thing, but it was like, I want to know why, how they do that. You know, like even the little sexy, I'm just like, ooh, like how yes, is this sweat? You, you know, it's like, what is yes. happening? How are they making this happen? And her makeup is still up. So, so many things. And the continuity is like, 
genius. Cause I feel like you never really see, like there's never a time where you're like, Oh wait, like yeah. she didn't have that on before. That hair's a little different. Like it's really good. It's really good. It's really wow. good. I know. Yes. Most people I didn't see it coming. I, said, I know it's Titanic. It's insane. <laughs> I love that for you. Um, okay. So this is Matt or major okay. um, designer makeup brands, Prada, YSL, Meh. Matt or major. Meh. Okay. Matt makeup. Meh. Colorful eyeshadow. Meh. Bitch! <laughs> How dare you? Um, uh, subtle contouring. I love. You love that. Yeah, I know you love that. I knew you'd love that. Um, uh, overlined lips. For sure, You love major, that too. Major. Yeah, you love that. I do that too. Today too, like look at her. Lips are like, she's like. They never go out of style, sweetie. Overline those lips, okay? What about an ombre lip? I know you love that too. I love an ombre look. In, in, like, it has to be good, but yes. Using self-tanner as permanent bronzer. This must be for the pale girls, but for sure, if it looks good, blend, blend away, sweetie. It's a big, big TikTok moment right now. <laughs> um, what about graphic eyeliner? I'm, I'm, well, I wear a, a wing eyeliner all the time, so I guess that's graphic, so yes, major. And also, um, rapid fire. What's what's your Roman Empire of movies? I'm just. I want to start asking this to everybody. What's your like three Roman Empire movies? Like just like random old movies that you think about a lot and you don't know why. And I can tell you mine if you okay. My well, first is always going to be Titanic. I I love that movie. Um, I also love Bone Collector with Denzel oh, Washington and, and Angelina, Angelina motherfucking Jolie. That shit is a fucking... No, these kids, these children today <laughs> with their attitudes, they don't even know the good-ass movies. They, and also, on in that vein, the Brittany Murphy. Brittany yeah. Murphy, when she was like, oh, like with her little, <laughs> I'll never tell, I'll never tell. Yeah. That shit was so good. They, I feel like the movies are not made the same. They don't hit the same. But those two movies, honestly... I can't really think of a third. What about what lies beneath? What about what lies beneath? Remember with Harrison Ford and Michelle Pfeiffer when like (gasps) that real, like that's a scary one too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. That was, that was was a good one, but something about Bone Collector. I think, okay, I could tell you why Bone Collector, Angelina Jolie, that is when, for the people that don't know, I'm a lesbian, but that is when I was like, (laughs) damn, like a, a white woman can be, Fine, like ooh, it, it did it for me, and I'm like, come on, Liz, come on, like she just looked very like, oh, she could be the girl next door, like you know, everyone was looking at Denzel Washington, I was looking at Angelina Jolie, just that's But the- Denzel was in that bed, honey, and then he couldn't move, and then that guy was trying to fuck him up, and he was and like Queen trying Latifah. to like do the thing with his mouth. Queen Latifah was in there. That movie was so, so good, good, a very good movie. Um, so Sanaj, are you? So you're on TikTok, you're on. Instagram, where else can people follow you along? Are you mostly on Instagram and TikTok? I'm mostly on Instagram and TikTok as far as like um, social media, but anywhere you want to find me, it is under Sanaj MD, period. All right. Well, we will link that in this episode description. Sanaj, thank you so much for coming on Pretty Curious and thank you for just being such a good friend and just being so incredible to work with. We love you so much. And we hope you have like, and also, you guys, I hope you're loving season eight. Binge it, share it. Please. Um, and if you're still listening, it really does help us if you binge all of it, like all at once. Don't savor it. Just binge it all right at once. It ups our chances of continuing. So just um, do that. Binge the shit out of it. And I love you guys so much. And Sanaj, thanks for coming on Pretty Curious. I love you, Jonathan. Thank you for having me. Love you, Sanaj. You've been listening to Pretty Curious with me, Jonathan Van Ness. 
You can learn more about this week's guest in the episode description of whatever you're listening to the show on and follow us on Instagram at Curious with JVN. Come on, Curious Universe. Still can't get enough? Subscribe to Extra Curious on Apple Podcasts for commercial free listening and our subscription-only show, Ask JVN, where we're talking sex, relationships, and so much more. Our engineer is Nathaniel McClure. Our theme music is also composed by Nathaniel McClure. Pretty Curious is produced by me, Chris McClure, Julia Melfi, and Allison Weiss, with production support from Julie Carrillo, Ann Curry, and Chad Hall. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. <laughs>